So at this point, we've talked about the shadow from each of the four directions. We've talked about how the shadow might cross thresholds into integration. Now, in order for these thresholds to be crossed well with support and with connection with the earth, I want to invite us to explore the use of rites of passage, practices that support us in making safe passage from one point of view to the next. The shadow needs healthy rites and threshold crossing rituals that help us to process what it is that we are integrating into our being. These practices can help us to regenerate identity as each threshold represents a kind of ego death um, or ego rest where we sort of lie down what we were clinging to as an idea or a perspective and we allow ourselves to rise again into a new mode. So with these practices, I have three. Um, these rites of practice is what I call them. They've been passed down to me from my teachers and my guides. And I feel really honored to pass them down to you as medicines, narrative mythic medicines to support you in the journey. Now, what do I mean by narrative and mythic medicines? Well, I mean that these practices are going to help you to restory your internal narrative about what it means to bring your essence, your power forward, what it means to bring your presence into the room, what it means to be resourced. So as we dive into these practices, I want you to keep that in mind that this is not just, you know, these are not just arbitrary actions that you're being invited to do, although there are plenty of those to go around. But these are um, invitations to support you to take on a new somatic shape in your body so that new resources, new power, new energy, new narratives, new stories can flow. The very first practice we're going to explore is the practice of orientation. And this is a practice of locating where you are in the great large earth order. This is about finding yourself and naming what season you're in. Now, as you know, I love, I love, love, love the framework of the four directions. I believe that it provides us a wonderful map to work with and to move off of and to explore how we're naturally oriented, as well as to make sense of what's required to get to where we want to go. And we've touched on just a tiny bit how astrology plays into that. Astrology is a wonderful map to orient and explore, one, define our natural orientation, and two, to sort of feed the archetypes that are within the wheel so that they can grow into healthy, whole, integrated parts of our psyche. So with orientation, what we're looking for is, number one, we're looking to explore where we are in the larger order. Am I in the east, the place of beginnings? Am I in the south, where I'm learning to take up new space in my body? Am I in the west, where I am learning to express my voice in new ways? Am I in the north, where I'm learning to embody a role, a responsibility, um, really learning to steward what my time and space on earth looks like at this time, right? So orientation supports us to get clear on where we are so that we can understand where we're going. 
For each of the three weeks of this training, I'm going to invite you to just first start off by orienting to where you are in the larger order. Where am I in the context of my relationship with power? Where am I in the context of my relationship with my own presence, right? Am I learning new things or am I resisting, avoiding, um, taking myself online, right? Am I embodying new shapes or am I escaping, right? Am I making myself separate from the whole? Asking yourself these questions to explore where you are can help you to begin to integrate these parts of you that are feeling separate from the whole, these shadow aspects. The second practice I want to invite you into is a listening walk. And this is where we turn on the instinctual nature, the ears of your body, your intuition and your intention, and awaken to the great wisdom of the mother, the earth, right? So this is literally you going outside and taking these questions that you're asking about where you are in the great larger order and getting on the land and allowing yourself to commune and be in conversation with the land beneath you, right? So this right of practice is to support you to not only do the work on a mental level, but also to do the work ecosomatically with the land, engaging the land in these questions that you have of yourself, of your being, engaging in a listening walk, right? So there are multiple levels of this, right? So you can engage in a listening walk, go on a simple walk, maybe a walk around your neighborhood, maybe a walk in a local park. But then the second level of this is you can start to bring those questions to the animate landscape around you. So maybe there's a favorite tree that you have, or there's a favorite flower, depending on what season you're listening to this in or what region you are in the world. Maybe there's a favorite spot, a favorite sit spot, or maybe you're engaging with the weather. Maybe it's icy and snowing outside or really warm where you are bringing those questions to the sensuous nature of the earth around you, to the color, to the texture, to the sound, and asking, calling upon the animate forces in your journey. And then the third level of this listening walk is waiting for a response. Now, Mother Earth is not going to speak to you directly in the English language. And if she is, send me an email so that we can talk. Um, but we often experience communication with the earth through our sort of subconscious, through our senses, through our sense of knowing, through images, through pictures. In my sort of learning and traditions and teachers, we've called this the prophetic. The earth speaks to us through the prophetic. The earth speaks to us through the sensuous, through the knowing, through the innate motion. And one way you can feel that the earth is speaking to you is that when you receive a response, there's a neutrality around it. There's a peace around what you are receiving from the earth, right? There's a peace around the communication that you know isn't yours, right? You know, wow, I don't feel super peaceful about this topic. The peace that I feel must be coming from the earth, Right? The neutrality that I'm feeling in response must be coming through the earth. Another way to look at it is, you know, if you are clear cognizant, like I am, sometimes a knowing just drops in, sometimes information just comes through. 
And it comes through quicker than my thoughts, right? So the knowing comes in way quicker than my brain can process the information. And the goal here is not to get really erratic and and write it all down, but to let the information settle in your body and in your spirit as you begin to perceive this new information and sort it out through the template of your body. You might notice that there are places in your body where the information might get stuck. Just witness and observe in this moment. And if it's getting really stuck in a way that it's bothering you, invite the earth, the spirit of the earth, to help you to digest what you're receiving. This is how we do a listening walk. It's not just going and listening to nature, but it's actually communing and having conversation through the template of your body, through your nervous system, through your spirit. Number three, I'm going to invite you into oratory expression. So sharing what you have seen, sharing what you have received, and reflecting out loud, waiting for that to be affirmed and witnessed by others within your community. So this might be a great place for you to share if these are really intimate experiences inside of our group spaces. Um, You could also share inside of our live calls, these experiences. You can also share maybe on your close friends stories if you feel like the information that you want to orate, that you want to story is not too personal that it would make you feel vulnerable to share. You can share with close friends, with your partner, just so that the information is not just staying with you, but it's moving in and through and around you, and it's organizing your field. This is the power of oratory expression. And this is a sacred right that I'm calling back into these spaces to not just share, just to be seen, but also to share, to reorganize stories help us to reorganize our information. And when the stories have reorganized, when the information around us has been reorganized, the constructs have been recalibrated, re-expressed, you know, that's when they start to become the myths that we live by, the constructs that we live and move by, right? So allow this part of your experience to be just as equal as orientation and the listening walk. Feel free to ask questions as they come along. I'm excited for you to have this experience.